好感口吃。What is up, my cubbies? I have been so excited to get started on this episode,、um, in this series, and obviously, I named the series "The Beginning" for a reason. And now that you are at the final part, which is part three, which is also my lucky number, also the number that I was born on, August third. Shout out to my Leos. Okay, so I want you guys to know that. This is just the beginning, right? But the the theme of this episode is it gets better, and this this one's gonna be deep. Okay, so if you're not ready for that deep, turn it off. Keep、uh, fast forward. I don't know. I mean, well, that wouldn't make any sense, right? Don't fast forward. Just <laughs> go to the next episode or do something else, okay? Because this is gonna get deep, and and I want to focus, and I want to do this one more organized.、Um, I want to start with myself, then I want to kind of transition into, you know, how I dealt with it, and then it's gonna be, you know, all of the advice and everybody that I've came across in different scenarios like that, okay? So with all that being said, let's let's jump right in. So. Little Chris, right? How on earth did you come out? Okay, so I'll tell you exactly what happened, <laughs> and, and I want to give you a backstory so you have an understanding of you know who I am and how this was such a a ride for me. And I know I've touched on it in the last couple episodes, but I want to give you a full picture. Okay, so my background technically is Armenian. Now, with that being said, my parents、uh, put me in Armenian school. Uh, private schools, uh, private uh, basketball league, scouts.、Uh, I was always involved. My sister and I were always involved in that side of town. You know, it was it was a small. It's a small culture. Well, it used to be. Now it's spreading like wildfire. <laughs> But it's it was a small culture,、um, and there is a lot of.、Uh, <laughs> okay, I, I really can't put sugar on this shit, guys. Okay, so I'm gonna be real. Okay, it's really misogynistic. The gender roles in our culture is beyond me.、Um, I'm sure there's other cultures that go through it, but I can't speak on them because I'm not them, right? So my background for my culture was a little bit more of gender roles, this gender roles, that. Now, lucky luck, luckily, okay, okay. Luckily for me, my mom was、uh, raised in England, Hastings, and my father was spent most of his high school and college life in、uh, Manchester, in England. So I, they came here to America with their family a little bit later, and but they were completely, you know, <laughs> okay. I'm really trying really hard not to say the wrong thing here,、uh, but let's just say I'm very Americanized, and、uh, my family, in certain parts, my dad's and my mom's side, very different. But、uh, they have their beliefs and they like their traditions, and、uh, so with all that being said, it was very difficult for my unique ass to stand out、uh, like a sore thumb, which I do. And I did,、uh, whether it was me misbehaving at school or me getting into some kind of trouble, I was always the class clown. Literally, I'm not joking. And my friends that are listening to this that went to school with me, you already know,、uh, elementary school, middle school, high school, class clown. And what that means to me, and the reason why I'm proud of that, is because that means I had really good social skills.、Um, I had a status for myself that I created myself, which I believe everybody can do. Um, I worked really hard at not caring what people thought. However, when it came to this part of me, I wasn't ready to accept it fully. 
um, until about high school. And I kind of mentioned what happened with that in uh, part two or one. Not sure. Not keeping track. But who is, right? Probably you. You probably know the exact minute that I said <laughs> what I had to say. Um, but pretty much, uh, so until about high school, I started figuring things out for myself. And then I got into a relationship um, with a woman my last year of high school. And um, after that, I kind of felt like, is there a part of me that maybe still feels like I could have tried with men, you know, and I, and I, that was always in the back of my head, like, oh, it's too far gone now. I mean, my reputation, everybody knows me now, Christine, the funny, chubby, fat lesbian girl, or, you know, like, you know, it was always, it, I thought I was too, I went from having one type of reputation to another, right? And um, it was it was getting harder and harder to deal and, and explore. And then I, I, t I told myself, like, I'm going to tell you right now, do whatever you want. Honestly, you know, you're still going to be you. And a lot of people are going to understand that, like, oh, what now she likes men or what now she likes women. And that's just people that are trying to kind of organize you into their idea of norm or what's been heteronormative is what i call it um because i seriously think that heterosexuals think they are the only ones on this planet which blows my mind because seriously i'm not even going to go into the stats on this it's not even realistic for you to think this way and if people are not being honest on the po the voting and you throw stats at me and there's more heteros than than homosexuals or whatever that's fine um chances are nobody's being honest and i can tell you right now i have never been with a gay girl and with that being said um i don't believe in all of that, all the titles, all that pressure. And that's why it's so easy for me to kind of tell you now, whatever you decide, you decide, okay? But I don't wanna get too far tracked off. I, I wanna go back to the fact that I thought that maybe I should give the male species a chance other than friendship. Um, so I've had, I had a few opportunities to explore that avenue. And let me just tell you, um, the fantasy of it is a much better thing than the reality. And uh, I'm not telling you to not like men, okay? Uh, I know there's boys listening to this, guys. I'm totally not against you. I'm just saying if for my little ones and my older ones that just want to explore, do it. See what you like. See what you don't like. No, just keep it to yourself if you don't want, if you don't feel like being judged. But just understand no matter what you do or what you say, you are being judged. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Life is all about the perspective on it. Okay. So anywho, so I go through this little phase and I was like, you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. And hey, to this day, I always tell people that ask me, am I open to it? sure um has it happened thus far absolutely not um have you know multiple people tried and different types of personalities and looks yes has it worked no so we're just going to stick to the fact that i have to emotionally connect to a woman um, because that's what i'm attracted to now how did i the main question here is how how does it get better right like when do you just wake up and you stop crying when do you wake up and you go, I don't hate myself for this part of me? When do you wake up and go, okay, well, being gay is, let's say you're religious, right? Like being gay is such a sin in multiple religions, right? Um, but so is everything else. So when do you, uh, like I can be gay, I just don't have to act on it. So I could just go be miserable and, and live with a man and, you know, do all that. And maybe you wouldn't necessarily be miserable, but you definitely wouldn't be at your full potential. And I truly believe no matter what religion you are across the board, um, that God is love and we are are all images of that love and we need to you know teach each other how to love 
everyone and everything with no boundaries, no circumstances, and just be an image of what we, you know, create. And if you're not a religious person, cool, and you're spiritual, hey, we're all energy, right? To the people that are spiritual, it's all energy. And, you know, there's so many tests, like when you talk to water, how much better the water does when you talk to it nicely. And then there's images of water when you talk to water poorly. Let's let's take it all the way back to plants. I mean, if we want to go science, this is what I'm doing for you. Um, and if we, we anywhere every spectrum across the board that love is the drawing force of it and that's what keeps me going every single day and even when I feel like I've completely lost my mind I remember what it feels like to care and I remember what it feels like to feel and a lot of people um, you know just don't know what that is until they've lost things. Uh, you don't know how to appreciate anything until you've lost it. You don't know how to appreciate feeling good until you felt pain. Um, you don't know how it feels to, you know, be healthy until you don't have it anymore. This is the same concept, right? So if you shame this part of yourself and go, okay, I hate this part of me. Um, I can't believe I have this in me. Just remember my voice and remember me telling you that the screaming around you, just hear me, okay? Get really close to your, your headphones, hold them on your ear, and remember this voice. And it says, it's going to be all right. It's going to be fine. You are love. You are light. And you are constantly shining that light and love on everyone. Even the people that you've, that you've done wrong, the people that have wronged you, you are light nothing's going to take that from you. Nobody has permission to take that. And I want you to know how much better it gets when you recognize this. It is the most important thing. It's the one thing that gets me through everything is knowing that you have so much power over your circumstances and over your, your life. And it's all through your mind, your perspective, and your heart your heart and just shining that light and just letting people and attracting the right things, even on your worst days, you know, and just fixing that mindset and knowing that I knew deep down my family's eventually the people that aren't going to accept me. It's going to hurt. I mean, these are the people I grew up with. These are my best friends, right? I'm going to be so alone. I'm going to feel so lost. I'm going to, it's such an eerie, dark feeling. You're like, what if I lose everybody? Or, you know, let's say you have kids. How am I going to explain this to my kids? What am I going to tell them? You know, let's say you have, you know, somebody that you tried to make it work with and you genuinely loved, but there's a part of you and a piece of you that you haven't explored that the heteronormative won't accept. What, what am I going to do then? You know, I don't want my, I don't want people to laugh at my kid. They have two moms or they have two dads or, you know, they, they my, you know, all these things. Hey, your kid doesn't care. They love you. They actually don't know what that is until they're socially constructed. And if you don't like that mentality, you move them and you take them somewhere that has an open mentality and open thoughts. And you just hang in there because you have the right to live. You're just minding your own business, doing the best you can to get by just like everybody else. And if they're living in their misery and they're projecting their, their, their heteronormative ways and all these things onto you, that doesn't make you wrong. That doesn't make you bad. That doesn't mean that you need to you know, have this long explanation for your friends and family. Are you going to stand out? Absolutely. But guess what? That's the best part. You're here to break those generational curses and those ties and, and all of these things that people have put on you. And you're just, I'm not telling you to rebel just to rebel, rebel to be yourself and that, that you shouldn't be, you should unapologetically always be yourself. Okay. And 
as far as being worried about what your family and friends think, I'll tell you right now, spoken from experience, the ones that matter will surprise you. The ones that don't care will surprise you. The ones that care will <laughs> it'll surprise you. And you'll almost be in disbelief because they want to force their ways sometimes. Or they, they want to look at you and say like, hey, okay, calm down. You don't have to be so gay. What the hell does that mean? Or like some people will look at you and be like, hey, you know what? I have a, I have a gay friend. Oh my gosh, you would love them. Well, okay, so cool. So we're just going to walk around and be like, hey, oh my God. <laughs> so I have this straight friend. I think you guys would get along so well. Like what? And it, it is because we have been taught that we're such a rare breed that there's no, that the minute that somebody's out and open and, oh my gosh, I'm gay, um, they must have to know each other, you know? And they're, they think, and they're coming from a good place. It's not even a place of like wrong. It's just, it's just something that they don't understand just yet, you know? And they want us to feel inclusive and they want to kind of show that they're an ally and be, be supportive without recognizing what they're actually saying. Like, hey dude, you're gay. Okay, cool. My friend's gay. Well, congratulations. You're straight. Okay. My, my entire staff is straight. You know, you should meet them. You know, it just doesn't make sense. Um, but it's sweet. It's kind. So just go with the waves, go with the punches, um, and just know that, uh, it's going to get better and it always does. So with all that being said, uh, when I came to this full realization of everything and the wisdom that I just spewed onto you all, uh, was when I went to West Hollywood, I believe it was in 2012 and I was with a group of my friends and my dog, my dog was being given away. I was like about 20 years old and my dog was getting, uh, my mom was just overwhelmed cause it was a puppy. It was a Labrador half Husky and she was giving it away. And, uh, I was, yeah, I was in West Hollywood for the first time in a, in a very, like, it was one of my first times I was there. And I got that phone call from my mom, like, hey, I gave him away. And I was heartbroken. I was devastated. And before you guys shame my mom and I get all these hateful, like, DMs, relax, okay? Uh, it wasn't really her. It was, I found out that it was my uncle's uh, very mean uh, ex-girlfriend. And uh, she did it. Um, and my mom tried to take blame for it, but it's fine. We discussed that after. And um, I was sitting there and I was I was hurting and I there was this song uh, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls and I used to listen to it in high school all growing up and I'm like one year out of high school right so I'm like ready to like you know party and have fun and I get this devastating call and I'm, I'm surrounded by all these unique looking people and I'm, I'm new to this scene and I'm, I'm into this world and I'm just sitting there and I have my heads head down heads okay cool just one head I had my head down and um these three guys come up to me and they're like hey and I was with my friends and my friends are like hey just back off man she's having a bad day and they thought they were they were like drunk like annoying me and the guy's like hey no I I, I have this song for you and I was like, what? I was like, dude, honestly. And he just starts strumming on his guitar and they start singing Iris by Google Dolls. Now, wait. So I went from like destructive tears to like in complete disbelief. Like my jaw was open and he just looks at me, one of the dudes and goes, you know, I don't know who you are. Um, but I just had this feeling to do that for you. And uh, like two minutes later, this like this S-Class Mercedes and whoever doesn't know what that is, it's like 
it's let's just put it this way the monthly on that is like over a thousand dollars this this clearly rich executive producer like pulls up next to him hands him his business card and says contact me i just saw everything that happened and i was a part of that right so i'm sitting there i'm recently out of the closet i'm doing all these things and and he just looks at me and he comes back up to me and he goes he puts his arm around my shoulder and i'm like what's happening right now and he goes thank you and he looks at me and goes the world might not recognize you there's there's a part of the song um that says you know just uh when the rest of the world doesn't you know know you just know you know you and you know people see you for who you are and that moment i just got these chills and i just looked at him and i was like thank you just thank you and he disappeared and i never saw him again and i listened to the song and i remember why i liked it so much and without me even coming out yet and without me even knowing i just there was something about the world not understanding me and you just being there for me and just reminding me of who i am when i'm not all there and it dawned on me that's exactly what i need to do to on my worst days is just remember i love me that's all that matters and that whoever sees that love and all that love that I'm exuding and has a moment to see where I'm coming from and the heart that I have, it doesn't get any better than that. And I want you, Cubby, I want you to just really just reflect on that and know it's never too late to come out of the closet. It's never, and I don't like that saying at all, like come out of the closet, like, okay, yeah, I get it. I'm coming out, you know, like I get it, but like, just by closet, it's a it's a metaphor for like just holding yourself back from the world seeing you. But when the day comes that you just want to just be true to yourself and just show the world who you are and just be authentic and hold your partner's hand, walk down the street or, you know, let's say you're not into PDA, whatever it is, but just having that confidence and knowing it doesn't matter what people say anymore. Because even if I was with a guy, even if I was with a girl, even if I was straight, even if I was, you know, wherever I was, people are always going to going to have something to say and I want you to keep that in mind because that helps me as well and my mom told me that she said as long as you have a good job you have your health and you're with your partner fully supports you and is there for you there is you can do no wrong you could do no wrong you're just minding your business and living your life and that's what we're all trying to do right so please on the, the next time that you look at your husband or your kids or you know your you look at your parents or your cousins and whoever it may be your whoever they are to you okay co-workers your social status your anything like that just know nothing is more accepted and genuine than you being who you are and if the their perception of you changes and you're worried about that it's not a perception you should have ever been worried about and i know that sounds cliche but you'll get it and when that day comes, I'll be here. <laughs> and please keep sending me those messages on Instagram. Please keep letting me know about all your coming out stories. I'll keep sharing mine with you. Just keep in contact with me. Again, that's HK underscore culture to ease. If that ever changes, I will be, you guys will be the first ones to know because you guys are my OGs. You guys have been following me and for everyone across the country and I mean, and continent, honestly, um, I, it's been so wild 
and please keep this traction moving and this movement going and I'm going to start posting more about attraction and all those things on my IG and then I'm going to be going into my YouTube as soon as everything is situated and I'm trying to make this as perfect as possible for you all um, and that is just my Mercury being in Virgo and being over analytical and making sure everything's perfect uh, so I'll stop doing that for everybody's sake because I've been trying to release this damn YouTube for way too long um, but as soon as I'm done editing the first episode uh, you guys will be the you guys will okay you know I will let you know <laughs> what i'm trying to say okay so thank you so much for listening know that it gets better know that all the hardship stops know that you have this huge community of support man it's like a gang i'm not even i'm not condoning gang behavior i'm just saying like if you ever feel unsafe if you ever feel this just know just by somebody seeing that you're gay the community and our family we will literally defend you tooth and nail like we almost wait for people to say something inappropriate like it's insane so we have your back you're part of such a big movement um and you're here for a reason you matter your existence matters your light matters your smile matters your tears matter your world matters so i don't know who you are just know i love you and i accept you and you mean the absolute world to this universe and thank you so much for existing and don't you ever think otherwise and if you do you hit that dm button you you talk to your you talk to your your uh chris lionheart okay my little cubbies i love you i adore you i was so emotional making this video i had to hit so many strings i had to you know delete edit crop put together um i rambled a lot in the beginning because i want you guys to know so much information and i'll be happy to like divide it into the next few episodes this season's going to be about movement change new beginnings new acceptance and stay tuned for the next episode it's going to be coming out sooner than you think i'm going under i'm going into my wisdom teeth surgery tomorrow morning so i'm going to be out of here i'm going to be out of it for the next few days um but after that stay tuned and i got you guys to the stars love you Mwah.